It feels so good to have you back, my friend. It is Monday, August 21st. Today we got three things. One might be too soon, but simplicity, megawatts, and sorry, Kyle, but messy. No. It's a conversation about brand, though. It is a conversation. It's absolute. Whew. It's a conversation about brand <laughs> through and through. We're going to talk about it. But uh, hey, we're so excited to be here with you this morning. Fresh Monday, fresh week. We got that like week uh, before the last week. Like there's this is just the third week of the month is always like you're just locked in, right? I'm, it's like I'm pumped about this week personally. There's there's something about vacation and coming back from vacation. I was I was telling my daughter yesterday. She was like, Dad, are you excited to get back to work? We were driving on on the way home from church, and she and I was like, I absolutely am. And she goes, Well, why? And I said, Well, you know how Daddy goes on a run every single morning. Well, normally my <laughs> runs are just kind of like what's going to happen for that day. But when you're on vacation, runs become this like grand uh, dream, expansive thing that just like gets there's you no to do list the at the other end of it. There's, there's no to-do ah. list. And so it like it like opens up and expands your thinking and I'm ready to roll and it. And you were running outside like, too, like by the beach oh, or whatever, wherever you were. Oh, running. at the beach and just gorgeous weather and the sunrise and the whole nine yards. It was great. Oh, it was I'm great. jealous. I'm jealous. I'm jealous. Thanks for all the friends that let me go, including the live stream folks. You we, know what I'm saying? Yeah, we had we had a lot of fun. We had we special thanks to Todd Caputo and Steve Greenfield and Liza Borches and Michael Cirillo. It took Always four class. people to fill in for you, Kyle. Can you believe that? Let's Let's go. Hey, you know, I get it. I feel, I feel that you did the same thing. It was, it's good. Got to do it. Got to do it. Hey, uh, we're super excited today to announce our co-presenting oh, sponsors for a SodaCon 2023. Throw them up on the screen. Cars hey. and stream companies have kind of banded together with us to present a SodaCon 2023 to you. We want to thank uh, both companies profusely knowing that, uh, we're all going to be part of what may be the most epic automotive event ever to happen. That's a high bill, and maybe it won't be the That's most epic, bill. but I guarantee you that people are going to leave this event ready to operate better, inspired to market better, with more connections to answer the questions and all the little trip-ups that happen during regular business, which is the real value of an event. Now, I mean, we'll learn a lot, and there's going to be workshops, and there's going to be you know panels and discussions and questions and all those things, but... Man, the you forget all that stuff. <laughs> the connections, man. The connections, the energy, the feeling of being part of an industry that is just moving and shaking and seeing other people doing similar and great things across the country, just encouraging and energizing you to do the same in your stores, in your companies. That's what it's all about. Like That's why these events, that's why any automotive event is encouraging. It's because the community that gets drafted around it and uh, I'm, I'm particularly excited about the way that energy vibes when people hit, when the automotive industry hits Baltimore. Absolutely. So. We're going to announce a bunch of our other partners this week because we have podcast stages and recharge lounges and we have a trade show floor. It's going to be amazing. We have meals and parties and all the things that help us to collaborate much, much better. But again, special thank you to Cars and Stream for uh, just making this thing happen. And hey, if you're on the podcast or the live stream, shoot them a little note and be like, hey. I want to see you there. Thanks for thanks for helping our people at Asodu do more of what they do. Uh, I guess that's probably. Oh no, we have. Speaking of doing what we do, I don't know. What we hey, do. Yeah, something like that. We've been doing a lot more webinars lately and a lot more education, yeah, which has been fun because we have like 
you and I spend a lot of time in dealerships still. We're both very much practitioners when it comes to what's going on in the front lines of automotive. That's what we talk about. Yep. So it's kind of like from the front lines up the way we report, the way we think about things. And so we have a webinar coming up on what day is it? Wednesday. 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 Talk Wednesday about afternoon. it, Kyle. Hey, you got to go. We're going to be talking about uh, five things everything every dealer should be doing in GA4, which has been a large topic of conversation for the last month and a half since uh, Universal Analytics has been sunset by oh, yeah. Google. And uh, so, yeah, check it out. If you can come or not, make sure and register because you can always watch it back and check out all of these practical tips because we're going to be looking inside a real uh, GA4 instance, giving the practical tools. You can go to a sodu.com, scroll down just a little bit and register right there. I love it. And George Jones on the live stream wants to make sure we don't forget to talk about the free tacos. We, you know, we, we said we're not going to have any conference chicken at a SodaCon. If you've been to a conference, you know what conference chicken is. Sometimes it's okay, but no, we can't do it that way. So since we're having a SodaCon, it's going to overlap on a Tuesday. We have to have Taco Tuesday. Tuesday. Great tacos hey, on Tuesday. All right, let's talk about some news today. So GM is working toward keeping things simple as it unveils plans to reshape the engineering part of its workforce. The initiative is part of a broader strategy seeking to align the automaker's resources with, with its evolving vision for the future. Uh, they intend to cut about 200 engineering position uh, positions, but the affected employees will have the opportunity to move into other positions within the company. Uh, so Mary Barra introduced what they're calling, quote, um, winning with simplicity. That's the name of their strategy. I like the, the clear messaging. Uh, they aim to decrease design and engineering expenses and simplify the manufacturing project. They're actually trying to cut half of their available trim models and shave $2 billion in cost reductions by the end of 2024 um, with another billion they've already identified also that they already want to cut. And so um, it sounds like a winning plan to me. Let's get simple. Yeah. Let's redo... Cutting trims in half, this, I don't know. So it'll be down to like a thousand, I probably. <laughs> yeah, this is like, uh, we're going to call this plan the winning by copying Tesla plan. So, well, um, yeah, yeah, I know. Um, I, I don't think no, Tesla's ever cut trims. Yeah. <laughs> no, but they they don't have a lot. So that's, <laughs> their, that's their trick. Yeah, yep. that's the trick. Uh, no, this is smart because look, when you go to GM's website or really any, any U.S. manufacturer's website and try and figure out which things go with which and which colors go with which and which combinations, there's like 100,000 combinations that you can possibly get of any a of a GM vehicle. And so that's it's not just going to simplify manufacturing, which is going to reduce costs and streamline and create efficiencies internally. It's going to actually clear things up for consumers when shopping that's the big the, that's the big thing that's huge for me because when you're looking to maintain brand uh, brand equity with your customers and help them understand exactly how they move from vehicle to vehicle especially as they grow in their vehicle um ownership like growing in the size of their vehicle potentially with their family you they start to learn exactly what they get with exactly what trims and it's a lot easier to shop and so making it easier to shop makes it easier to purchase and yep. that's going to be better for the consumer the dealer and the oem and so i know that this is a story all about cost cutting internally but i think it's actually going to do wonders for them externally with the consumer well, that's good news too because they also plan on reducing their sales and marketing expenditures by 800 million with cuts in other wow. areas so i mean you think how those things play together right if you have a simpler product off offering you have to spend less time explaining it Right. Yep. And explaining things in these days takes money, right? To get people's attention. So I don't know, maybe they are thinking a little bit.
that way. I think they hey. got a couple, couple, two, three smart people over couple, there. Two, I three. think. Couple, two, three. <laughs> uh, yep. Speaking of cutting expenses or not, Stop. the opposite not of cutting time. expenses. Not cutting expenses at all. All right. Late last <laughs> week, we didn't talk about it last week just because we had a lot of other stuff, but Lamborghini unveiled <laughs> their first EV concept. The I don't know if it's the Lanzador. Is it, it's probably Lanzador. He, Lanzador, Lanzador, something tomato, like tomato. that. I'll call it the Lanzador, which is a, a fusion Fancy. of supercar aesthetics and an SUV's functionality, which is a, like, you know, you, you've seen Lamborghini move in this direction. So as the band's first foray into the fully EV realm, the Lanzador pr uh, promises staggering power. We'll talk about that in a second. And some eco-conscious interiors and a commitment to a sustainable future. So basically they're calling this a two plus two concept which is a way to say it's got four seats in it. Uh, fancy. <laughs> Combining elements of a supercar and an SUV. Uh, listen to this. So it's got an electric motor on each axle. When you put the power together, it produces one megawatt of power and 1,300 what? horsepower equivalent to the wheel. Golly. <laughs> I don't know quite how to measure a megawatt. I think it's, it's and, less than a gigawatt. And but, all available at go. Right, because it's an electric motor. There's like a button you press, right? And so the if you look at they've designed they've taken design cues from the Revuelto sports car and the Urus, which is the new SUV thing with the great with the great advertising that we talked about. Yes. Um, <laughs> um, and so it's got a Y shaped body, so it's got like these wheels that flare in the back, and the cockpit is like it. They they try to make it feel like you're in a cockpit, basically. It, and the start button has like this little red switch that you have to like flip up before flip you can up. press yes. the button to make I you feel that. like you're in an F16. Um, I didn't see any radio in there, so I don't know how you control that. But I think that's probably the last thing on your mind when you're on this car. That's that's the last thing that's on your mind. Yeah, this thing is definitely futuristic. The photos and the videos and exactly where they've you know how they've got a position. Uh, it's certainly concept car-ish, so I understand why there's maybe no radio or anything like that. Uh, but it's not so far from concept car because they do plan a release in 2028. Um, that's, and so that's a while. Yeah, so that's a, a hot a hot minute away. It's interesting because they still say that their that their full lineup will be uh, some way electric by 2024. So you know, Lamborghini, not every man's car. Uh, but always something to look at because you watch everyone always looks at the high lines uh, to start to look in draft on design, draft on technology, draft on on, you know, available um, hardware and software. And so uh, I'm sure there'll be a lot of people kind of looking at and, and vehicles starting to look like the Lamborghini. Well, speaking of drafting, Stop. time. I didn't know if it was too soon for this, but I cleared it at the beginning of the show. Kyle said it's not too, not too soon. soon. I feel like I should I should introduce this story because you're going to have so much commentary. So I will. Okay. We'll, so we'll let me save give, the next ten minutes for me. Okay. Sound good. good. Great. <laughs> Grab a cup of coffee. So uh, in what might be a too soon moment, but it's not for Kyle. Uh, soccer phenomenon Lionel Messi. I can say his name right now. Has transformed Major League League Soccer MLS. Um, he transformed the whole landscape as he scored his 10th goal in seven games. Uh, and he kicked the winning goal against, sorry to say it, Kyle, your favorite, your booster, Nashville SC, on Saturday night to win the League's Cup tournament. Hold on. That there's that, Well, we'll get to it. He okay. didn't kick the winning goal, but all okay. right. He kicked the last goal, though, right? He kicked, he okay. kicked <laughs> a goal. 
I love it so much. So his influence <laughs> has doubled Apple TV subscriptions, Apple TV Plus subscriptions, since that's where you watch MLS. Uh, his jersey, the pink, uh, you know, Inter Miami jersey, is the top seller, and ticket prices to go see him is like you know making Taylor Swift fans jealous. Seventeen hundred percent increase since he started, and Inter Miami's Instagram followers now surpass those of the NFL, the NHL. And the MLB, and uh, yes. so they got a couple things. All right, Kyle, give us give us the real story because you were at the game. So here's dressed the thing. in yellow and all, black when this happened, golden black. But go back to <laughs> go back to uh, when the tickets were released, and um, it was crazy because season ticket holder members uh, typically the so like the tickets that I had purchased for the league's cup all the way through. I'm a season ticket holder member were $20. Like that's what they, that's what the ticket prices were set at. So that's what I was able to buy them at on the first release of open tickets. The lowest price ticket was $320. When the full release for non-season ticket holder members came out, the lowest ticket price was $710. And so you look at that and you start to compare those 30,109 tickets available at a Nashville SC soccer specific stadium to things like what the Super Bowl starts out as. Now, there was only two days for everybody to get their travel plans in order and get everything right to be there. But some tickets were going well north of $1,500 for this match. Here's what's wild, though, is this is what everybody isn't explaining. This is they had a major leagues cup run, um, but. This is where, like, getting the right team together, getting the brand on point, ma- pulling all the people together. Actually, the whole move of Lionel Messi came with four other players that are top-notch players in the MLS and abroad that have brought them massive success, winning every single game since he's been on. Now, this is where I get uh, where I get a little bit like messed up <laughs> <little> because <laughs> here's the thing: we like Nashville SC had every opportunity to win that game. And I'm pumped because we held them to the least goals ever scored. And the only goal that was scored by Lionel Messi during the run of play was an absolutely sublime thread of a needle through just a sliver of hope going through (laughs) three defenders and just getting past the hand of our goalkeeper on something that no other player in the world could could have hit right (laughs) now. It also went to penalty kicks and the penalty kicks went all the way through every single player to the end when the goalkeepers were shooting against each other, which is just unseen unheard. And so it was, it was just one of those matches where the energy, the, the way that the stadium felt the pack stadium, the way the game went all the way down to the wire it was one of the most epic sporting events I've ever been to. And I've been to some. I'm so glad you got to go to that. You know, this, this tie into the story really, I said in the beginning, it's a, it's a story about brand. So it is now, um, you know, Cody in the comments actually just put a really insightful comment. He said, this messy deal is going to change the sports contracts, um, change sports contracts as we know them forever. And he's right. The reason Messi has so much leverage is because he spent time building brand he's not just a great soccer player he does all types of things so people get to understand his personality and when you take that leverage and you move it he single-handedly has changed the entire league's um brand 
in the shape of the world. And that generates attention, which generates money. And the way we're tying that all the way back down to you, local dealer or uh, industry now. partner, is the fact that you, in a way, in a microwave, every day can start building your brand, which means letting people understand who you are, how you think, why you love the sport that you play, right? And you yep. become the champion. Messi was the guy that, that had that, this is the one I remember, right? He was the guy that like was saying like, I don't fall, like never go down, right? Was that Messi? Absolutely. Right? Yep. I, I remember yep. like, I don't, I'm just learning about soccer in these last six months, especially being <laughs> close to Kyle and I'm getting excited about it. It's actually, it's catching on. But I remember years ago, I saw that commercial and I was like, he's my favorite soccer player. Yeah. I don't like soccer, but he's my favorite soccer player. Why? Because we had a shared belief and brand is about expressing your beliefs and connecting with other people. So, well, and you can take it anywhere. You can take brand anywhere. And this, especially when thinking about the movement of how business is going to be transacted in the auto retail world from EVs to future transportation. Tell them. If, if you take, if you make brand about more than what you sell or more than what you do, but about who you are and why you do it, brand is transferable anywhere. So it can go to any country, anything, anywhere. And that's how to win. Any community, any family, any individual, any make model, any drivetrain, ice or electric, all of those Talk things. Get out there, build your brand today, care about some people, and we will see you right back here tomorrow. Tomorrow.